When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome, Raider Nation, to another Silver and Black Blitz. I'm your host, Mo Moten. Yes, that's right. Mo Moten doing another Silver and Black Blitz. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the all downloads so you can get all our episodes, including these short Silver and Black Blitz episodes that Scott and I will do throughout the season. And I'm, I assure you there will be a lot more of these as we get into the meat of the regular season. But today, the subject, of course, is the Buffalo Bills. What can the Raiders do to put themselves in position to go 2-0, beat the Buffalo Bills, shock a lot of people. A lot of analysts, including myself, probably think that the Buffalo Bills will win. But the Raiders can do something with their defense in order to get Josh Allen rattled or to force him to, to throw some interceptions, as we saw on Monday night. He is prone to turnovers. Three interceptions thrown to the same Jets safety. <laughs> Jordan Whitehead has a career, has a day of his career, the night of his career, helping the Jets to get that 22-16 win on Monday Night Football over the Buffalo Bills. Of course, Xavier Gibson got that punt return for a touchdown to steal it. But Josh Allen, after the game, blamed himself for that for that defeat, and rightfully so. Uh, you can't expect to turn the ball over four times and beat. A good football team, even if Aaron Rodgers goes down and Zach Wilson is your quarterback. So Josh Allen, three interceptions and a fumble. If he does that against the Raiders on Sunday, guess what? The Raiders are going 2-0. But in order for the Raiders to get there, they have to put Josh Allen in position or in situations to make dumb decisions. Sometimes he'll he'll make a dumb decision anyway without the pocket pressure, without a, a an edge rusher in his face. Sometimes he'll just throw it up and try to fit it through a tight window. And the Raiders have to take advantage of those situations. But um, I wrote a piece on Sports Not this week. And I had three roster moves that the Raiders can make right away to bolster their, their defense. Now, I I have these three suggestions because despite the win over the Denver Broncos, there were some alarming things that I saw. And I did some research on these numbers. Okay, Russell Wilson had, 2.7, had an average of 2.7 seconds per drop back before he threw the ball or felt pressure in the pocket. He had the fifth most time among quarterbacks to throw the football in a clean pocket. 
if you do that with Josh Allen, if you give Josh Allen that much time, he is going to make you pay for it. Even though he may throw an interception or two, he's going to make you pay for it with a couple of 40, 50 yard completions downfield to Stefan Diggs or Gabe Davis. So the Raiders cannot give Josh Allen 2.7 seconds in the pocket. And you saw on Sunday, last Sunday, when Russell Wilson had time, he's able to find his wide receivers in the back of the end zone. His two touchdown passes were to Alou Jordan Humphrey and Cortland Sutton in the back of the, in the end zone. You can't expect defenders to cover for five, six, seven, eight seconds. Uh, eventually, that that receiver, that pass catcher, is going to free himself for a catch. So the Raiders have to turn up the pass rush. That's the number one thing. If they cannot get a pass rush on Josh Allen, they are not going to win the football game. So I'll start with my first item, my first roster move that the Raiders can make. I think Malcolm Coons should get more snaps. Tyree Wilson, of course, we want to see Tyree Wilson on the field after he had a slow offseason recovering from foot surgery. Tyree Wilson had 32 snaps, I believe, but mostly ineffective. And as everyone has been pointing out on social media, yes, he is slow off the ball. Now, aside from waving a magic wand and getting Tyree Wilson to be a little more explosive out of his stance, what can the Raiders do? And I would say they would have to give somebody else those snaps. I'm not saying take Tyree Wilson off the field because you want him to continue to get more comfortable in the defense. But perhaps you want to give another edge rusher more snaps than Tyree Wilson. And that guy has to be Malcolm Kuntz, in my opinion. Malcolm Kuntz had a pretty good offseason. Had a pretty good preseason. He had five hurries or five pocket pressures in three outings in the preseason. I understand it's just a preseason, but if you're faster than Tyree Wilson off the line of scrimmage, you deserve a shot. Uh, I think it was shout to Vic Romero, one of our emailers, that his 98-year-old grandmother is faster than Tyree Wilson off off the line of scrimmage. Of course, we're all just joking, but it underlines the point that the Raiders can't afford to have one of their... I guess, starters or key players be the last guy at the line of scrimmage when you're going against Josh Allen. He's a more mobile quarterback than Russell Wilson. Not only can he move with the ball, but he can break tackles. And coverage sacks are one thing. Pressures are another thing. Sacks, of course, you, that, that's the ultimate. You want to get home. But the Raiders are going to have to rush with four and be able to get enough pressure on Josh Allen so that they can drop their other seven players in coverage and hopefully crowd those passing lanes so that when Josh Allen does have those hurried or errant throws, it's an interception. So Malcolm Coots, I think, should be on the field a lot more than he was against the Denver Broncos. Again, 17 snaps compared to Tyree Wilson, who had 32. For a third-year player, and as we all know, the third year for a lot of NFL players is a crucial year for growth, I think Malcolm Coots should have an opportunity while Chandler Jones is away from the team to blossom into a solid rotational player because that's what you want your third rounders to be you know at the least uh, a high-end rotational player a borderline starter and how will we know if Malcolm Kuntz is that if he's not on the field for more than 20 snaps in a game get Malcolm Kuntz on the field right I understand maybe his run defense is not the greatest we had Matt Holder of Bleacher Report my Bleacher Report brethren on and he said Malcolm Kuntz basically Run defense, his run sub, his run fits was probably uh, the weak part of his game, but he does have the pass rush ability. He does have the bend around the edge. He just needs some opportunities. And I think going back to Buffalo, he played for the Buffalo Bulls in college, 
going back to Buffalo, as Matt Holder said on our last episode, would be a pretty good homecoming for him. And imagine him having a big game, you know, a couple of sacks, you know, a few pressures, and and a win for that for that defense and for that Raider team. And I think not just because it's in Buffalo, the Raiders need someone else other than Max Crosby to step up on the edge. And Tyree Wilson just isn't there yet. I think we'll start to see flashes from him maybe middle of the season when we had Matt on uh, our last episode, he said around October, which is what I've been saying all along. The second half of the season, I'll be looking for Tyree Wilson to make a bigger impact. But for now, while Chellen Jones is out, I think it has to be Malcolm Kuntz. The other guy I think deserves more snaps. And this guy, uh, he flashed in the preseason. The first preseason game that I believe he got nicked up, the Raiders let him go. Isaac Rochelle, and I, I don't think enough people are talking about Isaac Rochelle as a player who should be more of a rotational guy because he has the inside-outside versatility. While he played with the Chargers, he was mostly defensive tackle. In 2020, when Gus Bradley took over the Chargers defense, Isaac Rochelle moved outside. Now, this is a 280-pound guy, and he has the mobility, he has the versatility to give offensive linemen you know, some uh, pose a threat to them. Give him a challenge at the, at the line of scrimmage on passing downs. And I and I think he he's a guy that goes under the radar because he did get cut. Then he got brought back to the practice squad. He only played two snaps against the Denver Broncos. I would want to see more of him because I didn't I, I wasn't too fond of Jerry Tillery moving outside. Jerry Tillery didn't just play defensive tackle, he played defensive end a lot against the Denver Broncos. Didn't like his pursuit against the run. I think Isaac Rochelle will be a little more effective. If you remember Isaac Rochelle's one preseason game that he did play in, he had three stops, he had a sack, two tackles. Now, again, that doesn't sound like a lot, but in the preseason, he had a very limited role. I believe he played about 22 snaps. For 22 snaps to have all of that production, three stops, a sack, two tackles, I'll take that. And I'll expand that in the regular season and see what he does. Again, he, this is a guy who was basically a starter for a lot of his time in, with the Chargers. 6'3", 280. Fast enough to go outside, pressure the pocket. Big enough, strong enough to go inside, pressure the pocket on the interior. I think he needs to see a lot more snaps along with Malcolm Kuntz. So where would Isaac Rochelle get his snaps from or who would he take snaps from? Probably Bilal Nichols. I just haven't seen anything from Bilal Nichols since the Raiders decided to sign him to a two-year, $11 million deal, $7.2 million guaranteed. Put Isaac Rochelle in there and see what he does. I understand he you know, had his production during the preseason against backups, but it can't hurt to put him in because the Raiders, to me, despite the win against the Broncos, lackluster pass rush aside from Max Crosby and the coverage sack from Jerry Tillery. So I'm, I'm, I'm boosting Malcolm Kuntz. I'm boosting Isaac Rochelle to boost that pass rush and force Josh Allen to make some hurried throws and hopefully make some big mistakes as he did against the Jets on Monday night. But before I get to my last roster move that the Raiders should make, I'm going to step aside and come back after these messages. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So for my final roster move for the Raiders, and this is another underrated move because this player is coming from the practice squad, I think Tyler Hall needs to see more snaps against the Buffalo Bills. Not because Tyler Hall is a ball hawk or anything, but I think Patrick Graham needs to have another safety option other than Trayvon Merrick. Trayvon Merrick, according to Pro Football Focus, had the worst passer rating allowed among all Raiders defenders, I believe he allowed a pass rating of 138.5. That's awful. Now, I know he gave up the touchdown on a, on a scramble drill. Had a solid tackling day. But I worry about Trayvon Merrick in coverage. He just he showed some flashes as a rookie. Left some interceptions on the field. Then last year, he regressed. This year, as I said, his tackling is pretty decent. It got better as the game went on against Denver Broncos. But... He worries me in coverage. And I think the Raiders should have another option at safety alongside Marcus Epps if it's not going to be Merrick. If the if the Bills decide they're going to pick on Merrick or try to get a good matchup on Merrick, why not just pull him out of the game and put in Tyler Hall? Tyler Hall, during the preseason, played a lot at safety. I believe he had 24 combined snaps between free safety and playing in the box, which is strong safety. And then 51 snaps in the slot. Now, Nate Hobbs has the slot position locked down. No need to mess with that spot. But Nate Hobbs did also line up in the box. So if Nate Hobbs is on the field, you got maybe you can have situations where you have Nate Hobbs and Tyler Hall on the field. It can work out. They're both very instinctful players. But Tyler Hall, when I'm looking at his numbers, and I know this is a small sample size, but last year when the Raiders picked him up and he basically played half a season, in Vegas, was targeted 18 times, allowed 9 catches for 43 yards. He allowed a pass ring of 56.3. Now, once again, I will say, small sample size. Wasn't a key starter. I think he started in one or two games for the Raiders. But in the small sample size that we saw, Tyler Hall was effective. And and I, that's probably saying more for Tyler Hall than it, it is for Trayvon Merrick, who struggled last year. Now, I'm not advocating benching Merrick, but if he gets picked on by the Buffalo Bills, because let's remember the Buffalo Bills have two pass-catching tight ends in Dawson Knox, and they drafted Dalton Kincaid in the first round this year. So there could be situations where the Buffalo Bills try to get a matchup with one of their tight ends on Merrick and see how it works. And if they have a lot of success, I could see them going back to the well on that, knowing that Merrick has struggled in coverage. So... The Raiders need to give themselves some options there. Christopher Smith, the second, who the Raiders drafted in the fifth round this year, may not be ready for an expanded role. Theron Harmon, no longer with the Raiders. Trayvon Merrick struggling. Marcus Epps, I still need to see more from him. Would have had a fumble against the Denver Broncos if not for a legal contact call against Marcus Peters, but nothing to write home about yet with him. Not saying he's an elite safety or anything, but... He's, he's the field general, he's a, he is the captain, 
but I would want to pair him up with another guy who can cover downfield, especially with Josh Allen targeting the deep middle of the field in the right area when Stefan Diggs is streaking down the boundary. I want a safety who's going to make a play on the ball, not a guy who's going to lose track of the receiver, not a guy who's going to leave an interception on the ground. I want a safety, not necessarily a ball hawking safety, but a safety that's going to make a play when the opportunity presents itself. And I just worry that Trayvon Merrick isn't able to do that at this point in his career for whatever reason. Maybe he you know, figures it out in Patrick Graham's system eventually, but he hasn't figured it out in coverage yet. And when you're playing against the Buffalo Bills who are heavily reliant on Josh Allen and his playmaking abilities, you got to be able to pressure him and you got to be able to pick him off when he throws those YOLO passes up in the air as we saw on Monday night. So Trayvon Merrick, if he struggles, send him to the bench, insert Tyler Hall in, see what happens. Because again, Tyler Hall played a lot of safety in the preseason. So just to review, Malcolm Kuntz, more snaps for him. Isaac Rochelle, more snaps for him. Tyler Hall, more snaps for him. Call him up from the practice squad, definitely. And if Merrick struggles, insert Tyler Hall. And you may get some results out of that. Because let me tell you, the Raiders, regardless of what how bad Josh Allen looks, I know you, you, a lot of you are going to watch Sports Talk TV. A lot of people calling out Josh Allen for his interceptions. And, I, and I've said it on Silver and Black today. He's thrown nine interceptions in the last five games. He is trending. Ever since Brian Dable took the head coaching job for the New York Giants, Josh Allen has been free-falling when it comes to turnovers. But I expect him to be buttoned up against the Raiders because he, he's a competitor. I'm sure he's hearing people saying he's not that good. He's overrated. What's wrong with Josh Allen? He's too reckless. He's hearing all that. I'm sure the coaching staff is hearing all of it. And he's going to probably cut down on his miscues, cut down on taking chances downfield. But there's always that opportunity, there's always that chance that he's going to throw it up for grabs. And I'm going to say this again, and I said this on the last episode of Silver Black today. He reminds me a lot about Brett Favre. He has a lot of Brett Favre in him. He's going to make some spectacular throws downfield, but he's also going to throw it into the breadbasket of a defender at least one or two times. And when that time comes, you got to pick it off. So... Whether it's through forcing him to throw the ball downfield with pressure or just having great coverage downfield, the Raiders are going to have to get a couple of turnovers to win this game, I believe. If the, if the Raiders don't get any turnovers, you know, it's going to be hard to beat the Buffalo Bills because eventually with Stephon Diggs, with Gabe Davis, with Dalton Kincaid, with Dawson Knox, with James Cook catching out of the backfield, they're going to make some plays. And the Raiders are going to have to score some points to keep up. If they fall behind early, hopefully that's not the case. Now they're gonna cut. The Bills are coming back home to their home crowd after a ter- after a bad loss. And my theory is, playoff teams who struggle or have a bad outing on the national stage usually come back and play pretty well, especially if they're coming back home. So the Buffalo Bills down in the dumps right now, but they're going against a Raider defense that has a lot to prove and. Remember what we heard during the offseason, that the Raiders' defense is different. They're forcing turnovers, interceptions, forced fumbles. Okay, so this is the time to prove that those that ball-hawking mentality in the summer during, the tra- during training camp can carry over to the regular season. Because I know a lot of Raider fans that are listening to this and that were on social media discussing the defense with me were still skeptical. How do we know this defense is finally ready to turn the corner? 
You know, a lot of fans will say we haven't seen a, a you know strong defense in two decades besides 2016 when the Raiders, I believe, were second in turnovers, second in takeaways. So the Raiders really want to change the perception of their defense, that it's the weak link. This is the time to do it against Josh Allen, who's known for giving the ball away. So for the Raiders out there, for the Raiders fans out there listening, this is the time for the defense to finally show us something. Finally show us that it's different this year, that it's not just off-season hype, off-season buzz, off-season talk, that they're finally ready to turn the corner with some of their young playmakers. I, I had a Bleacher Report live show where I said, other than Max Crosby, Nate Hobbs looks like a foundational player in the slot. Divine Diablo showed me something that he, he could be probably a, a, you know, a foundational piece in the middle of that defense. Was targeted five times, allowed three catches for zero receiving yards. That was impressive. But now you got to build on that momentum. And now you got to force some turnovers. Let's see the Raiders defense do it. Hopefully they do. Because if they do, they have a good chance of winning and going to a no. So with that said, I'm your host, Mo Moten. Next time I'll speak to you, it'll be after the Bills game. Scott go Branson and Murph over Raider Fan Radio. We'll have the post-game coverage. I'll be back on Tuesday to discuss and break down what the Raiders were able to do and accomplish against the Bills. Hopefully it's a W because if the Raiders go 2-0, all the people that said they're only going to win 3-4 games going to have to change their perception but we'll see what happens next time around take care Raider Nation I'm Amotin and I'm out